When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello. There we go. I said hello twice. Mars South Pole. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, Scott, what's up? What's up, Debs? Neil, Mel, Jude, Carrie Ann? Who else is here? We got whacked. Where are you, huh? Uh, I'm here. I'm right here. <laughs> Finally whacked. What's up, man? How's the new fusion reactor working out? Oh, man. Fusion reactor. Who's making a fusion reactor? That's crazy. Let me move this thing over here so I can actually see what I'm doing. Then we can sort of talk about stuff. Um, today, oops, let me turn this off. Whoops. Today, that was a Mars helicopter video. Um, we're going to have an open discussion for a little bit about what do you guys think about, um, you know, the Mars missions. Because, of course, Perseverance just landed and took a couple really awesome photos of the uh, Mars surface. I got a couple of those here. Let me show you that actually real quick. Doo -doo -doo -doo. It's a little bit off kilter. Got to move that over a little bit. So you can see all this stuff. Check this out. These are the first images from Mars from the Perseverance um, rover. This one, you know, you get a little bit, get a little bit of jaggedy edge there. Um, Image was acquired February 18th, Sol Zero, at the local mean solar time of 2107.06. Then we have this one. These are all raw images. These are all tiny, by the way. They're not like 8K crazy huge images or anything like that, because they just wanted to make sure that the uh, Hascam worked. But here's a couple. You, know, you can zoom in if you want to, but you can't really zoom in that much because they're tiny. But you can kind of see what's in there. People have been putting like Bernie and all sorts of people in these things and just like adding <laughs> their own memes to these, which is hilarious. Just look it up on uh, look it up on Twitter and you'll find like hundreds of different images um, of people photoshopping stuff on here. Wonder how frequently we'll get to see more images. I hope daily. I hope we get hundreds of pictures in the next week or so. I'm sure we're going to get a bunch. I'm sure we're going to get a bunch. Imagine seeing a starship in front of the rover. Could you? Yeah. How cool would that be? So that's another thing we're going to get into today is, um, you know, rover landed. Of course, we know that the Perseverance landed. Um, it was a success. We streamed it on our Twitch channel. And if you're um, not on our Twitch channel, go to that link and sign up because not, you don't have to sign up. You can just go hang out and follow the channel, but we do live shows there every Tuesday and Thursday, and we're going to be moving some of our live launches over to Twitch. So, um, that'll be pretty fun. Some live events too. So these will stay here. These Monday and Friday things will stay here on YouTube and we'll be doing, of course, more live shows here too. Um, but the Twitch channel is where we're going to be doing some, uh, some more live stuff in the future. So uh, make sure to go check that out. 
You can't find me on the smart TV. Hmm. Weird. Is Perseverance done by SpaceX or NASA? Uh, it's done by NASA. It's a NASA program. Video is sound. Yeah, they have they have amazing video coming to us of the actual landing too. They just have to process it. They have to get it back here too because sending video files. Well, they're like 4K video files and they're huge. I gotta fix my hat because this thing's bumping that. But they're huge, like they're big video files. But they it takes a long time for them to come back here, and they have to make sure that all the processes are in place and all the hardware is working and all that stuff before they actually do like um you know send back all that stuff so yeah it's going to be really really interesting to see what we get in the next week um but i hope we get the the seven minutes of terror i hope we get that video that'll be really oh man i'm gonna freak out if we actually get the video of that um so you know how by the way how cool was that? <laughs> I was freaking out. Like I almost like, and Debs knows this, but you know, I'm one of those people that like when something cool happens, I, I get emotional about it. So I'm a, for this kind of event, you know, the perseverance landing, I got very emotional about it. I was very, you know, very excited about everything. So I was like holding back tears going like, Oh my God, this would, we could finally maybe find the, the facts that there was life on another planet that we weren't alone, you know, at one point, uh, that's going to be amazing. Great thing that NASA is so open with images. Yeah. Remember when they weren't remember when you had to like watch TV <laughs> in order to see these things and they only release certain amounts of images instead of like everything Mars, you screamed it landed. I know I'm, I'm right there with you. I was like, come on in that guy. Who is that guy? Um, the, oh, I forgot, Tim? Was that his name? Jim? Something like that? The guy that was saying, yes, 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 yes. I forgot his name. I don't know why. But that guy was my, uh, that guy was my hero yesterday. Because that's how I was feeling. Like, yes, yes, yes. Go, go, go. <laughs> Not Tim Dodd. No, no. It was on the, it was on the NASA broadcast. Um, he's one of the scientists working on the, on the uh, mission. Um, so, yeah, we're hoping that hoping that we can get some more information, some more images in the next, I don't know, couple weeks from Perseverance. It's got to be an awesome, awesome time to be alive. Um, so, yeah, hopefully we can hopefully we can go back and get the samples, too, because not only is Perseverance rover, uh, you know, on Mars just hanging out right now, they're testing out all their stuff. You know, testing all the hardware, all the software, everything. Hey, thanks, Debs, for that super chat. Um, oh, no. You have to get your... Oh, I don't know if we got you Starship. Huh? I saw it go, and then it didn't go. And then it stopped. For once, it stopped on time. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry, Debs. But thank you for that. So we have... It's not on this screen, unfortunately, and I switched over too late. But um, what if what if they launched Falcon Heavy to Mars? They already launched the Starman, right? They launched the Starman. This little guy and a Tesla. I have the this little guy, this little Starman guy. They launched him and a Tesla. He's near Mars. What if they launched the recovery 
vehicle to Mars in a Falcon Heavy. It's possible. Uh, what is the title of this video, please? The title is SpaceX Starship Mars Mission. That should probably get you there. That should probably get you there. So hopefully it works on your TV. Um, so they could, in theory, launch a, a, a Falcon Heavy and have a return mission you know, for the Perseverance lander. Um, so that being said, do you think they'll use a Falcon Heavy? It's already slated for other missions in the next couple of years, so it's totally capable of doing it. Would they do that? Would they use a Falcon Heavy? What do you guys think? I mean, I think it's possible. I don't see why not. You know, they've already they've already showed the capabilities that it can get payload to Mars orbit. So there's no reason why they shouldn't. And the cost is pretty good. I mean, if you look at Falcon Heavy's cost, here's Falcon Heavy. So if you look at Falcon Heavy's cost, if you go way down here, it's seven total landings, three total launches, four reflown rockets. September 22 by a Vulcan, 2022. You think so? That quick? September 22. Is that already slated? So here we go. This thing, this thing can totally do it. Falcon Heavy, of course, we have Starship, or uh, Star, Starship Starman. Uh, unmatched performance with Merlin engines, of course. And go all the way down, capabilities and services. There we go. It can launch up to 37,000 pounds. 37,000 pounds. And the rover, the, not Curiosity, the uh, Perseverance rover. I just looked this. This show is brought to you by Backblaze. I use Backblaze to back up my podcast, my video files, all of my writing stuff and all my photos. And you get unlimited computer backup from Macs and PCs for just $7 a month. You can back up your own documents, photos, videos, drawings, projects, all of your data and access your backed up data from anywhere in the world using the web app. And you can access the files on your mobile too. iOS, Android apps, all covered. And this is the cool part. This is my favorite part. You can restore it by mail. A hard drive will come to your house with all your data shipped to your door. It could come to your business too. And you can restore return refund program. So you can buy a hard drive restore, send the hard drive back within 30 days and get a full refund. So basically they ship you this hard drive and then you ship it back and you don't ever pay for it, which is the perfect program for somebody who has huge files and you don't want to waste days and days downloading terabytes and teraflops of data. And if you're worried about accidentally deleting your files, two bucks extra a month, you can increase your retention history to one year. And I use it for all of my video files. It comes in super handy. So $7 plus $2, $9 a month, and you get everything backed up. Ease of mind for up to a year. And if you use the URL backblaze.com slash Elon, you get a fully featured 15-day no credit card required free trial. Check it out. Play with it. Start protecting yourself from potential bad times. Back your stuff up. It's recommended by the New York Times, Inc., Macworld, PC World, LifeWire, 
Wired, Tom's Guide, 9 to 5 Mac, and more. And it's recently been listed on the NASDAQ Stock Exchange under BLZE, so you know they're legit. Backblaze is committed more than ever to bringing easy and affordable data storage that you can trust. Don't be that person that forgot to back up their important files. We've got your back. Sign up for a free 15-day trial. No credit card required. Go there, sign up, play with it. It's really powerful and it's really easy to use. So go to backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. But what's the rover, Curiosity Rover's weight? Curiosity. Perseverance. It's the new one. <laughs> uh, Perseverance rover weight is... Uh, about 2,200 pounds, right? So Falcon Heavy can easily lift it, 37,000 pounds, plus the other stuff. Um, they could build a landing pad. You think sending robots materials via Falcon Heavy if Starship isn't ready at the next window in 2022 kind of makes sense? They could build a landing pad or 10, get things started. Yeah, I mean, send Falcon Heavy. It, does, it makes sense. A Vulcan could work. A Vulcan could totally work. Um... Is there music on this thing going on right now? Oh, dang. My bad. I didn't realize there was music going. Thanks for that. Um, Tech 10. Thank you for that. You think we need a new Falcon Heavy mission for Starlink? Ooh. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. But Falcon Heavy, as you can see, oh, you can't even see under my head. Here, let me let me scroll up a little bit here. You can't. You actually can't see, but it says it's capable of lifting payload to Mars thirty-seven thousand forty. Yeah, so you can't really see it behind me, pro streamer. Pro streamer, move, Debs. Um, the problem with Falcon Heavy currently is that its fairing is the same size as Falcon Nine. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they don't they don't really need to send a whole other rover up there to get these samples. The samples are pretty small. Or like, you know, you can fit them in your hand. Like the size of a, just think about this. It's like the size of a banana. The sample collection doesn't have to be the size of a Curiosity or a Perseverance rover. I don't see why they would use Falcon Heavy, although since the price is too much. So it's $90 million to launch a Falcon Heavy. It's Falcon, Falcon Heavy is only $90 million to launch this. So that's pretty cheap. So it's possible. Uh, is it probable? We'll see. Vulcan seems to be doing the job quite well. So um, probably maybe not Falcon Heavy because they already sent Perseverance there with a different rocket than a Falcon Heavy. So there's flight tested rockets out there that can actually do the job. So could they use it? Yes. Will they use it? We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but they are going to be using JJ Silk, yes. Um, Falcon Heavy for the Gateway mission. And that's pretty cool. That's pretty interesting to, to know about, too, is that Falcon Heavy will be used for the Gateway, the first Gateway mission. So it can get payload to the moon orbit, which is really great. 90 million is nothing compared to other launches, uh, especially SLS. <laughs> yeah, the billion-dollar SLS. They could just save some money, though, if they're just launching Starlink, unless they have more room for more satellites. They could just send a bunch of Starlinks, you know, the normal the normal Starlinks, 60 Starlink satellites on a Falcon Heavy, but then they'd 
they'd be wasting a little bit of money. Well, probably like 30 million per launch um, using fucking heavy. ULA is 420 million per launch for a Vulcan. But the other thing is like Vulcan, um, ULA, their rockets are, they're flight tested a lot compared to a Falcon Heavy. So if we scroll up, let's go back here. Where'd I go here? Falcon Heavy. Let's see how many launches this thing has had. Falcon Heavy only had a few launches. Three launches so far. Seven landings, four reflown rockets. So three launches of Falcon Heavy. And would they send... Um, would they send a collection, uh, a sample collection rover on something that isn't super flight tested, right? So three total launches, eh, it's not that much. Like, that's not that many launches. How many flights, how many successful flights has Vulcan had? Vulcan rocket. Let's just see. Mars, if Falcon Heavy were used and refurbished more, I'm sure the cost would go down. Yeah, it would go way down. Carrie Ann, thank you so much for that two dollar super chat let's see if it works let's see if this if the uh if the starship works come on starship go 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 come on everybody go starship go go starship go <laughs> we're supposed to get a starship alert when somebody does a super chat is it working is it gonna work is it gonna work there it goes all right carry in you got your starship there you go. That wasn't manual, by the way. I'm just waiting for it to work. So thank you, Carrie Ann, for that. Go, Starship. Go, go, go. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and it should repeat. There we go. Go, Starship. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Thank you, Carrie Ann. Debs, I'm sorry yours didn't work. I'm sorry. When hop. Oh, you can do this, actually. There's a command. For when hop. <laughs> Falcon Heavy underused. Oh, yeah, I think so, too. Debs, thanks so much for the super chat, too. You should get your own starship in a moment. Um, Hopefully. There we go. There we go, Debs. There's your starship. So thank you so much for everybody who's super chatting and becoming a member of the show, too, because those things are going to send me to Texas. Literally, I'm going to go to Texas, go see starship. Uh, take this camera. Got to get a new lens for it. But I got a car out there. That was another big thing. I got a car this week. And uh, yeah, I can drive to Texas now. Big drive, but should be pretty fun. Should be pretty fun. Um, yeah, so that's that's totally helping. That it, Mel, I love that alert. I love that alert. It's so fun. It's so fun. I'm super pumped about that alert. And the funny thing is, like, if you don't turn it off, it just keeps going. <laughs> it's, it's the best thing ever. It just keeps starshipping everywhere. Um, so let's see here. 200 million, is that per launch? For a Vulcan Centaur. Yeah. So 200 million compared to Starship... Uh, 90 million. Something like that. Is that what you said, Neil? I forgot. 420 million for a launch. Whew, how will we get the samples from Mars? 
funny you should ask, because I have that uh, in another another uh, checkbox here. So this is the thing. So Perseverance Collection, right? So Perseverance is going to shoot out these tubes, right, that are about the size, you know, like it's kind of like a banana size. Just think about it like something like that. I don't have a banana for scale, but, you know, a little bit longer than your phone. So you got a phone a little bit longer than that. It's about that big. Need to collect those things, right? So how are they going to do that? They're going to set a rover up there. Set a robot. Oh, by the way, Disney Andy, thank you so much for stopping by today. Um, happy you're here. But, um, you know, how do they get it up there? They, they send a rover up there. The only way to get those samples is with a rover or with a person. And people aren't ready to go yet. Unfortunately, people aren't ready to go yet. So, oh, Katie A, thank you so much. Uh, so what we get is we're going to get a rover. And the rover is going to rove around, drive around, and with some sort of mechanism, pick up the pick up the samples, right? Um, so how do you get it there? Of course, Falcon Heavy, a Vulcan, you know, something like that would work. But how are you going to get it back, too? So there's numerous ways they've been thinking about getting us back. Um, and they've been working on it for a really long time, uh, trying to find out how, you know, like, um, how they're going to send these things back to Mars orbit and then eventually back to the Earth. So there's a, I found a few things, right? So here's a... <laughs> the super chat thing isn't stopping devs. So you're going to have some starships for a second. Um, there we go. So we have, of course, uh, Perseverance over here collecting samples. And collecting these samples isn't going to help us unless we can get them back to Earth, right? So we got to collect these samples. So let's get back. Let's do this so we can actually see the thing. Collects the samples. Those samples get uh, stuffed into a tube, basically. Remember those old tubes? I don't know if anybody here remembers these, but remember those tubes from the uh, from the bank back in the day? If you're older, you remember going to the bank and they had the, like those bank tubes, and you would like put them in a vacuum, like the vacuum tubes, and they just like go whoop and like shoot up back into the bank. And by the way, that's a little bit off topic, but that was the coolest thing ever when you're a kid. The bank tube. <laughs> the bank tube was so cool. I remember like so many times when I was a kid and I would go to the bank with my mom and she would let me put the bank tube in the thing, in the suction area. <laughs> I never know what, what to call it, but it was a vacuum tube and it would just go shoop, and it would suck the tube back into the bank. They still use them there. What? That's cool. I don't know. Do we have a bank around here that does that? I think we do, actually. I think we do. But yeah, that's cool. So they're about that size. All right. So you got to you got to find a way to to get that thing back to Earth. Right. So they're going to collect these samples. And then they're going to drop them. They're going to like the rover is basically going to poop them out and leave them on the ground. And then they have to have another rover come up behind it, pick it up put it in a storage in storage and then send that rover or send that storage someplace else. So these are the poops, right? Here's the rover poops, right? These little things, little batons, 
Yeah. So those are little batons. Then they have to have another rover pick them up. And then what do they do with that rover? And this is all this is all Wikipedia. They have another lander. And these are just concepts, of course. These are just concepts. So don't have to really, uh, you know, we don't have the, the full information about what the rover is going to look like or what the lander is going to look like. But here's a little bit more information about it. Like these are concepts of, concepts of the landers would land, spread out its uh, solar panels, get ready to obtain the uh, things, these little batons here. So this is a new rover that would obtain them, right? And then bring them back to the mothership, where the mothership would launch a little tiny rocket back to... Mars orbit, and it would be collected in a returned vessel in Mars orbit. How crazy is that, though? That's insane. Yeah. So ascent vehicle is protective shroud, and then there's some sample tubes, core sample, uh, sample cache, Mars sample return sample cache. This is pretty cool stuff. So those are the little batons right here, the sample tube. The core sample is this thing on the left. You can't see it, though. Let me move this over for you. Core sample is over here. Production is high quality here. So there's the, the production sample, or the core sample on the left side. It's like a big rock tube. And then you put it in the metal tube, the steel tube, and then you seal it off with this thing right here, with this right here. And then you put this thing in this thing. And then you launch it in a rocket to Mars orbit. And then you take that and you launch that back to Earth. So instead of instead of one of us going to Mars and picking it up with our hands, so that would only take a couple minutes, right? So sending some uh, for us to do it, to go over and pick it up, it would probably take an hour to pick up all the samples, put them in a rocket, then launch us back to home. Or send us there in a starship, right? And maybe there's testing uh, equipment on the starship. Something like that would be amazing. So if you think about think about those kind of things, starship's probably not going to be ready for the sample return mission. Um, you know, they have to have a they have a certain window that they have to have to launch in. So it's the the fastest uh, return possible or fastest. Um, launch to Mars as possible. So Starship's probably not going to do this. More than likely, it's going to be a rover. And they have already had those, you know, they've already had those discussions. So uh, they already have it all set up every 26 months. Exactly. So it'll be a little rover like this guy over here. You know, just going over there with a little robot arm, picking stuff up, taking it back, launching it back to orbit, and then launching it back to Earth, which is in like for me, is that even a thing? Like, is is that a is that a thing? Hold on, my light just broke. High quality, high quality lights. We got this. High quality production. Thanks, Debs. <laughs> um. So, yeah. What do you guys think? Do you think? Do you think this is going to be a successful mission? Party lights. Yeah, we had just had a rave. Uh, Starship goes orbital this year. What do you think the Starship will start doing commercial and government missions? Um, 
I think it'll be a couple years. I think they have to. I mean, making it to orbit is. Uh, Elon even said this: making it to orbit is hard. Making it to space is easy, but also making a starship that's ready for commercial production and ready for commercial missions. That's hard. It took SpaceX, you know, how long has it been since Falcon 9? Like 10, 12 years, something like that. And Falcon 9 isn't even done yet. You know, like they're they're pretty good, but they always keep tinkering with it and playing with it. But the, um, like Starship won't be ready to do missions for a couple of years at least after, I think, at least until uh, when they get to orbit. It'll probably be a couple of years after that. But... They can use it for personal missions, you know, for SpaceX missions. They don't need to have the commercial um, commercial NASA stuff or defense contracts or anything like that. Though the Defense Department, um, the Defense Department said they're interested in sending – this is crazy too – sending people from point A to point B on the Earth like in a defensive mode in like a military maneuver in a starship. So instead of sending some, you know, a bunch of people in a 747 or whatever in a big old aircraft, um, they'll send them in a starship. It'll take an hour, as opposed to taking, a, you know, 12 hours or something like that to get across the ocean. So uh, that's crazy. Novacon, thank you so much for that super chat. Let's see if you get a starship. Appreciate that. Thank you. Let's see. If you do. You get a starship. <laughs> like Oprah over here. You get a starship and you get a starship. You get a starship. <laughs> Thanks, Novacon. Appreciate that. Um, so that's another issue. You know, when are they going to do military stuff? It'll be a little bit. You know, it, they have to prove this thing works because getting it to orbit is cool. And that proves it once, you know, that it can get to orbit, but making sure that it continues to work after that is important so it'll be a little bit it'll be uh, it'll be a little bit before they get those kind of things uh, the reason musk chose boca chica is because of the remoteness the closeness to the gulf and the heat yes the weather is well weather's usually good in boca chica um but yeah and you know the um where it is on the earth you know it's basically directly across from NASA. Just keep going east, man. You'll hit NASA. And hopefully, yeah, what did he say? 2024? Starship will send people to Mars? Yeah, and 20 by the end of this year, they want to get it to orbit. So that's that's fast. 2024, they want to send people to Mars. And so in between orbit of this year, right, getting to space is easy. You just keep shooting it up, right? Let's keep shooting. Keep going up. Um, of course, the right trajectory and right velocity, things like that, right? Important. But getting it to orbit is important. Also, sending it to Mars, they can send an uncrewed mission to Mars. Like, just send a starship there. Make sure it goes around Mars and comes back. How would it land? <laughs> probably, I probably wouldn't, to be honest with you. Getting off Mars is not as difficult as getting off Earth. We should take advantage of that. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I think that, um, yeah, a couple years from now, I think we're going to see starships go to go to orbit or like orbit the moon. You know, the Dear Moon project should be 
pretty. I mean, I'm I'm thinking next, you know, couple years for Dear Moon. Uh, Starship's just not ready yet. They are, of course, working really hard, but um, it takes a long time to get these things to work. Like Falcon Nine, it took a 12 years to get people to the International Space Station. 10 or 12 years to get Falcon Nine to the International Space Station with people on board. So. They have to make sure that all the systems are in place, but they can do private missions, right? So it, it's it's going to be a bit, right? So yeah, those those kind of things are important to think about too. Is like realistic timelines as opposed to I wish it just happened. You know, I, I wish it just happened. I wish things just I wish things just worked. I wish things would just kind of just happen. I want us to be on Mars immediately. Um, I want us to, I want people to be walking on Mars by the time I'm dead, you know, one of those things like the next 20 years. Yeah, that would be awesome. It'd be great if instead of, you know, a person, it could be, or instead of this rover right here collecting samples, it could be a person in a space suit, you know, a person in a suit bending over to pick this thing up. That'd be great. How long will the samples be on Martian ground before collecting? Will they end up covered in dust? Uh, they'll be covered in a little bit of dust, but not a lot, to be honest with you. Um, there's not like crazy dust storms on Mars. Uh, if you look at the, let's see if I can find a, a picture of um, the Curiosity rover. It gets there's a lot of dust, right? So there's, um, let's see if I can find a current picture of Curiosity. But it get you know it's dusty and all that stuff. But it's also it won't be that bad. To be honest with you, it's gonna be it's not gonna be too bad. Um, there will be dust on it, but it'll be easy to collect still. It's some rich guy taking, uh, paying Musk to take him around the moon. Basically, yeah, dear moon. That's basically what it is. It's a, it's a. Um, let's see. Let's see if we can get some information here about dear moon. So we have all the information for you because I don't want to get anything wrong about this mission. We don't really talk about dear moon that much, and it seems like, it seems like it's on the, in the back of everybody's head. You know, like in the back of everybody's mind. Dear Moon, in 2023, artists representing the Earth will head for the moon. 2023. That's a couple. That's two years away. Right? How crazy is that? Two years away. Dear Moon, that's not that far off. If you want to go to the moon, there you go. I mean, there's the commercial, uh, you know, the Inspiration4 mission, which is sending regular people to... Uh, orbit around the Earth this year, <laughs> so they're testing some stuff out. You know, this is the first sort of like that's the first phase of getting people towards the moon, like kind of figuring it out by themselves. So, you know, and these are these are the artists and the people that want to go to the moon. You know, how many different people are going to go? Dear Moon, this is a Japanese entrepreneur Yasuka Mazawa who will produce this revolutionary art project and paid a bunch of money, undisclosed amount of money. So it's like, it's billions of dollars. <laughs> it's so much money, probably not billions, but at least, at least a lot of money. Let's just say that. 
an awe-inspiring global universal art project is about to begin. Um, so, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be an insane sort of thing. Um, in a planetary transport system, of course, we can take a look at that because we've seen we've all seen this before. Starship. This is an older video from 2016. Starship doesn't even look like this anymore. You know, Starship is more sleek. It doesn't look like a big bubble on the top, like a whale. But the booster lands, of course, and they're thinking about different ways to catch this thing. Um, and it's probably not going to be landing on like the Earth anymore, it's, or not on not on a, a launch or a landing pad. On ground, it's going to be landing in the Gulf of Mexico. So, you know, they would refuel it, put it back on a booster, and then troop, stick it back on there, and then they launch again. Right, and then they refuel in orbit, which this is crazy. And so they're not even planning on refueling side by side anymore. They're planning on refueling um, engine to engine. So, but this is kind of the the idea is to send people um, around the moon. So, uh, it's pretty neat. Pretty neat. Yeah, it should be, um, should be interesting to see what happens in the next, you know, rip, <laughs> rip, rip the stream, everybody rip. Can we get an F? Can we get an F in the uh, chat for the stream? <laughs> That just went straight downhill. <laughs> Hank, what's up, man? <laughs> what's up, Lux? How you doing? We got some Fs in chat. Thank you so much for the Fs. Thanks for F in the chat. <laughs> you guys are amazing. Yeah, something crashed. Something crashed. Not good. So, dear Moon... Uh, gonna be fun, actually. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see if that actually works. Starship to Mars. This is this. <laughs> you know, is it gonna happen? Hopefully, hopefully it's gonna happen soon. You know, in the next couple years, they'll send a a test Starship to Mars. So if if they actually get to Moon orbit uh, in the next couple years, twenty twenty three then there's no reason why they just can't send a starship past Mars or to Mars and back. You know, what's the, what's the deal? It's a commercial thing. As long as they have the proper um, protocols in place and the proper, um, you know, licenses in place, then there's no reason why they shouldn't send something to Mars. So once they get the, once they get the earth orbit, um, you know, by the end of this year, they want to do it by the end of this year. So SN uh, 10, SN 11, going up to SN 15, et cetera, et cetera. Um, they want to get to orbit by the end of this year. And I think they can. I really do. I think they can. Uh, you know, the boosters will be ready in the next couple months, you know, by June. And I want to get down to Boca Chica for a booster launch. I think that would be insane. How cool would that be? How cool would that be? Um, yeah, pretty insane. So that's my plan too, to get down to Boca for a booster launch or another Starship launch. It depends. 
manned starship will most likely go to Mars in the next decade. However, for that, they will certainly send a rover to the chosen location in order to establish a settlement. I agree with you, 369. Um, I think I think they will send some sort of rover, some sort of crap. I mean, they're going to have to – they're probably not going to send their own rover. They're probably going to hire somebody else to build a rover for them because they want to work on the ships, I think. Um so I think they're going to hire somebody to build them a rover. I mean, they they could probably do it in house, but why spend that resource on a rover when they just want to make the ships? You know, like be really good at one thing, as opposed to dilute your valuation to all these other things. You want to you want to be really good at making rockets. So hire somebody else to make a rover. You know, S- something off the shelf. Like, hey, we just want a rover. We just want to land a rover. Or maybe they can partner with somebody like NASA or ESA or somebody who's going to send a rover there anyway. So, you know, then they can send a rover to Mars for somebody, but they have to send a, a rover or they have to send a starship to Mars first. Uh, make sure that everybody, um, you know, everything works with the starship. So they'll probably orbit Mars and come back and try to land the thing or, um, you know, they'll send it to Mars and, See if it'll land on Mars, and if it does, that's amazing, and then they can test it. But first, it'll probably be more an orb in orbit of Mars. There we go. Um, yeah. So hopefully, you know, the next couple of years they start sending things to Mars. I I really hope it's by 2023. I really do. Um, but the booster by the end of this year would be amazing uh, to orbit, I should say. So hopefully they get. You know, hopefully they get it up there. How, what time? When do you guys think they're going to send a uh, a Mars ship, a starship to Mars? The uh, the Mars helicopter is going to be sweet too. I can't wait for that. That's going to be awesome. The Perseverance helicopter. Do you think they'll have a starship to Mars by twenty twenty two? 2029, 2026. Okay. You think by Mar- to Mars by 2029? 2026, 2024, 2024. Starlink first to Mars. Oh, yeah. Send a set of communications array to Mars. Uh, 2024 optimistically. Probably 2026, 2026 by Neil. 2022 first robot starship. So, Tech 10, you think it's going to just go next year? Launch of 2022? 2030. See, I'm thinking like I'm thinking optimistically. Um, I'm thinking optimistically that you know we're gonna get something to Mars, at least launched to Mars, in the next three, you know, three-ish years, 2024-ish, somewhere around there. Um, because we need they need to they need to make everything everything perfect, right? Before they fly the thing to Mars, because that's a that's a big trip. Yeah, you know, that's months, months of a trip. So if they could, how crazy is it gonna be if they can do that though? That's gonna be nuts. If the booster is ready by 2022, probably 2024. I think the booster will be ready. I think it'll. They're gonna. It's gonna take a while for the booster to be ready. So 2022, I think they're gonna start doing regular hops in 2022 to orbit and, you know, start moon, the, the moon process for dear moon. 
Is it going to have to send an uncrewed version of Starship around the moon first to make sure that it works? That's what I'm assuming. And Starlink missions, they're going to do some of those with it, I'm sure, to get it to orbit. Because that's like that's how they're going to make their bread and butter right there. Um, Starlink transmitters? Do you think they're going to set up a Starlink, uh, like a deep space transmission? Because uh, NASA already has one of those. December 2024, space, first SpaceX landing on Mars. Ooh, the launch of that. Okay, 2024. That'll be... If that actually happens, man, I'm going to freak out. I'm, I'll go there for that one, Jude. I'll be there. No matter what, I'll be there. Um, I can't wait. Starship will fit at least 500 Starlinks. Yeah, and that'll be so much money. It's going to be billions of dollars per year. They're actually thinking of doing a tele, uh, telecommunications company via Starlink. So um, that being said, it's going to be like a VoIP kind of thing. So instead of they're going to get a bunch of grant money and government money for that too. So as opposed to just being like just internet, they're going to make it into a telecom company. So Starlink, um, you know, will just continue to make money constantly and that's going to feed the starship development so they need starlink to work i hope land on december 9th of 2024 because sne flew on december 9th that would be pretty cool i you know i was kind of bummed when they when they destroyed sne i was hoping i was really hoping that they made it into a museum or, you know some sort of museum piece or something like that that would have been really great but unfortunately, they did not. <laughs> unfortunately, it was completely scrapped. I was like, oh, man, SNE, really? That's like, that's history, you know? Fully stacked Starship, you know, the first one. But it's also like, it's just junk at that point. It's just junk. So get rid of it. Use the metal for something else. <laughs> no, an Elon will land a Starship on Mars in 6-9-2042. Oh, yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Up to 600 Starlinks and Starship. Yeah, it's going to be crazy, man. There's going to be a lot of a lot of uh, technology, a lot of innovation coming from, um, you know, Starship and Starlink. I meant Starlink, but Starship launching Starlink is going to help as well. But Starlink is going to bring a lot of innovation because people in the middle of nowhere, they're going to have Internet. And it's going to educate millions of people that don't have the access that we have, you know, uh, how, like, literally. <laughs> so not only the education, but things like this, things that happened to me yesterday or the day before. I was in my car. I just got it. I had no idea how to open up the, the gas tank, right? The gas door. No idea. I haven't had to do that in a long time. So, uh... I looked on the internet on my phone and I was like, how do you do that? There was a YouTube video. It was about 15 seconds long. And this guy's guy's hand that looked like this. And he's like, and he reached down below the seat and like popped the, the gas thing. Like it's silly stuff like that. But I learned something. I learned something that I didn't know 15 seconds before. It was a 15 second YouTube video. But things that are important, like how do I keep my crops uh, you know, how do I make sure that my crops are going to be healthy next year? 
you know, and some of that stuff is handed down from generation to generation, but also the things that are, you know, just happening, the newer technologies, these people in rural areas, they'll have access to it. Things like Amazon, you know, it's not a new technology, but it's things that we take for granted because we have Amazon, you know, we have Amazon, we have Google, we have YouTube, you can learn so much stuff. Um, and these people out in the middle of nowhere, the people that the people in power always, you know, they kind of counted on them not having knowledge. These people are going to have knowledge now. Knowledge is power. So it's going to be amazing to see what happens um, between now and, you know, five years from now, what kind of cultural shifts are going to happen with Starlink. It's going to be crazy. Um, <laughs> two ads must watch money for wills kleenex <laughs> oh you mean for the next launch i'm gonna start crying again you didn't get a tesla i know i'm not that big of a youtuber whacked i'm not that big of a youtuber i wish i were <laughs> wish i could have just been like you know what? i'm gonna buy a seventy thousand dollar car that would be awesome um congrats you earned it and deserve it thanks carrie Ann. i appreciate that that's really sweet of you um Tell me when personal space stations become a thing. Um, I don't think it'll be personal space stations, but I do believe there will be um, commercial space stations in the next 15, 20 years. You know, once, I mean, even even the space station, the ISS, will start taking commercial crew in a little bit, or uh, just regular people in a little bit. So it's going to change a lot in the next 15 years. Let's start a fund for Will's Tesla. <laughs> I just got a car, man. I don't need a Tesla. I don't need one. I mean, if I could sell this, use that money, then buy a Tesla. Sure, but my car's not that expensive. Um, you're teaming me. What I need to know. Thank you, and I wish you success. Thanks, you, Ryan. Thank you. I appreciate that. Teaching, yes. I got it. <laughs> Thank you. Will needs a GoFundMe. T-Chick, you know, we were thinking about that. The the best way that you can do that is to help right now is to do Patreon. I'm going to do this. Bye, I got a rash in my data usage. Okay, Hank, have fun. I will see you um, on Discord, dude. Congrats on 60.9 subs. Do we have 60.9? I haven't even checked today. We're almost at 61,000. Oh, yeah, we are. 60.9 thousand subs. Holy cow. I know I'm a little late on that. I didn't even know. <laughs> so you're not late. I'm late. Let me uh, let me fix this. Also, can, can we start a GoFundMe for new lights? <laughs> that would be nice, too. Can we just start a GoFundMe for new lights? That would be nice. Those lights are cool and everything. But, man, stopping the stream just to, like, go nudge, nudge, nudge and make the lights work. What's up? What's up with that? So the the best way, if you want to help uh, fund the channel, Patreon really helps. Uh, becoming a member of the YouTube channel helps as well. And just watching every video uh, also helps. So if you want to become a member of YouTube, there you go. And do we have a store command? Probably. Let me see. I don't want to do like a weird command. And I don't want to make this into a commercial, but also our store, uh, we have, uh, we don't actually, we don't have a store I, or a thing. So you can go to spacenewspod.com 
um, and ch- click on the uh, store link. Uh, hello, I have a question. Is it possible for pathogens in space to be harmful to humans, and can we be infected? I don't know of any pathogens in space. We don't know if anything like that exists. So if there were, then it would have to work with our anatomy. And we don't know if that if those things even exist. So it's a possibility. It'd be, uh, you know, it's, it's not probable, but it's a possibility. Make the new lights look like mini raptors. Dude, right now, these things are cool. I have a light bar. Um, but I do, I would love to have something that looks like a mini raptor. That'd be pretty cool. Andromeda strain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, space virus. <laughs> right? That would be crazy. I mean, it's possible. Will inflatable habs for space stations be a thing? Now, Bigelow dead and Starship space so huge anyway. Sierra Nevada Corp still developing its life inflatable te- hab tech, uh, I think. I haven't checked out Sierra Nevada in a little bit, but I think they'll be a thing. Um, NASA's been wanting to do them for a long time. We actually have a Starship video. Um, which one is it right here? The interior habitat deck. I'm going to show you guys. I'm going to share this link with you. Um, and this has a lot of information. This is one of our videos that Neil produced. Um, and the Neil and the, um, it has a lot of like the habitat stuff in there. And, uh, we do touch upon that kind of thing, like the inflatable thing a little bit. So there's more information in that. Hey, Will, are you interested in working for SpaceX or NASA? Um, I don't want a real job. <laughs> I don't want a real job. I love doing this, man. I don't want a boss. I don't want a boss ever again. If I got a boss again, I would not be very happy. I've had bosses my whole life, and I've never liked. Um, I've never liked that sort of system. I always found it to be weird. So, um, lack of connectivity for everyone is creating a larger cultural divide. Yeah, or the connectivity is dividing people. You know. So Starship and SpaceX's uh, Starlink could be helping either divide people more because you can think about that like um, Twitter and, you know, all the other social medias. Are they dividing people or are they bringing people together? Uh, Let's see. What is the universe made of? Everything. We want more of the interior video of Starship. We're working on it, Whacked. Love that video, Julian. Yeah, I think it's awesome. Thank you so much for that, too. They're 3D printing on the ISS. They're also making pizza. So that's pretty cool. Uh, just a tip. Get yourself a better mic. What should I buy? What kind of mic should I buy then? This is a pretty good mic. It's a pretty good mic, man. I don't know what mic I should buy. The SM7B? That's the only one that I can think of. Um, why is everyone afraid of swarm bots? The hive mind. Oh, man. People like their freedoms. Freedom. Starlink cash flow is now about two million a month. Yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? Um, th- so the cash flow is two million a month. What is their, what is their, um, what's the cost of operation? You know, it's a little washed out, Jacob. Okay, I'll take a look at that. Carrie Ann says it's fine. Did you send your name to Mars? Yes, I did. Spaceflight Inc. 
I did. I'm on Mars. My my family's on Mars. Everyone in my family's on Mars too. My dad, my sister, my brother, everybody. Might not be the mic's fault. Yeah, could just be software. Could be something. I could I could start talking like this too. And that would be that would help everything. <laughs> oh, this made my nose itchy. Uh waiting for Starlink's cheaper version. I got an email from Starlink from SpaceX the other day. I got an email from him and it said, Starlink, uh, sign up for Starlink. And I was like, what? No way. It's available. I went over to SpaceX's site and uh, it's not available. <laughs> the Kylo Ren sounds. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Take me to the Jedi. <laughs> um. <laughs> the... Um, yeah, so, uh, but it wasn't available yet. So if you're going to sign up for Starlink, make sure it's available in your region because sometimes it, it looks like it is, but it's not, actually. Let's go to Starlink.com. And so, let's see. See if this is working. See if it works yet. It said it should be coming to my area in 2021, late 2021. So um, I just have to wait a little bit. I don't really need it, though. Um, you know, I don't really need it, so I'm okay, but my sister needs it. So that's a, that's a whole other thing. My sister lives a couple miles away, like that way. And, uh, you know, she really needs Starlink because the HughesNet or whatever she has now, I don't even know what she has, but it's, um, it's not good. Yeah, it's not good at all. So... Yeah, a lot of people need it, and a lot of people could use it, like the kids, kids that are in school, people that need to do their jobs from their homes now. Um, since the economy is all kind of wonky now, people are working at home a lot more. Um, people need to just, they need internet at their houses now. So, yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Um uh, this has been about an hour, guys, so I really do appreciate you stopping by, but I got to take off. So I appreciate you guys stopping by. I appreciate all your support. Thank you, everybody who's super chatted or super stickered. Carrie Ann, uh, NovaCon, Debs, of course. Thanks for the super chats. I appreciate everybody stopping by. Make sure to subscribe to the channel as well. Uh, that really helps out. Make sure to give it a thumbs up, uh, share it, etc. Um, it's really helpful to uh to keep the the word out there and keep these live shows coming because man i love doing them and it's so fun every monday and friday we do live shows in between on tuesdays and thursdays we do it on twitch and then all week long we do stuff on um you know on the youtube channel as well so it's a full-time job literally this is my job so that's why i asked i answered that question work with Starlink or start spacex or nasa no man i love this so we'll see. We'll see what happens. But thank you for uh, subscribing. I do appreciate your support. Um, yeah, have a great afternoon. Have a great day, night, morning, wherever you are. I appreciate all of your support. And here's a few people that have supported the show. Did I just break this too? This is not supposed to be like this. <laughs> I broke that too.